Welcome to A Chat with Benedetta, featuring our founder, Julia Fowler. In this podcast, we discuss everything you need to know about skincare, who and why Benedetta, and how to get the best use out of your Benedetta products for vibrant, timeless skin. All right, welcome back, everybody. Hi, Gabrielle here with Julia. Gabrielle, it's Julia. <laughs> so today, um, one of the things we sort of want to touch on, like last week we were talking, uh, our last podcast, we were talking a lot about trends and that mm-hmm. sort of thing, and a lot of trends just in general, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a whole sort of, even though they're wildly different, and wildly different methods, wildly different ingredients, they all sort of have the same focus of it's a product that's trending, or it's a mm-hmm. specific thing, and it's a single use. Um, and so we talk, we've talked a lot before about how we don't necessarily believe in singular ingredients doing all the work, like miracle mm-hmm. products. Mm-hmm. It's more about a system of use. As we were talking about that earlier today. Two different things, Gabrielle. Yeah. Because a system of use would be many products that we use together. Yeah. And then a single item, like, for instance, Neroli Crystal Radiance. Right. This is more than the Neroli. Right, exactly. That's in there, so... Kind of two different things, but I just wanted to... Right, but it's the same general idea where it's everyone's looking for a a singular solution Mm -hmm. versus focusing on a larger whole. Mm -hmm. And so then one of the things that we were talking about today was you were talking about thinking about Benedetta through the lens of functional medicine or integrated Mm -hmm. medicine. Mm -hmm. So can you elaborate a little bit for, uh, you know, those of us who maybe haven't, aren't as familiar with what that means Mm -hmm. and why... Focusing on Benedetta through a medicinal like medicine versus cosmetic, why you think that is sort of essential to mm-hmm. the brand, which mm-hmm. I believe it is, but mm-hmm. I think you explain it very well. You know, I mean, functional medicine is really looking at the root as opposed to symptoms, so right. it could be easily overlapped with integrative medicine, preventative medicine, naturopathy to some measure. Um, I think that's a stretch. I think that there are a fair amount of conventional thinking doctors that are trying to integrate functional medicine because I think over the years uh, we see that that is important. So we're not dependent on drug therapies and then dependent on, you know, the side effects and then having another drug and another and another and another. I mean, most, most people of a certain age would say, I can't stand going to the doctor because I keep getting all these meds, but they don't know how to get off that treadmill, right? Mm -hmm. So I think maybe, you know, I don't know if age has anything to do with it, but certainly as the body starts to deteriorate, right? What are the messages we get on the planet, you know, through commercials, through advertising? I mean, even McDonald's has something organic on their menu now with salads and whatnot. Uh, because it's become trendy, because it's popular. And we know if, oh, if I get a salad in a day, I'm healthy, right? So it's all relative. So I think functional medicine is is specific to each individual. Where are you at? What I was just trying to research, because I'm no authority on functional medicine, was honestly, what is the difference between preventative medicine? Is this just a new, you know, coined term, a new trend? It's now called functional medicine. And what are the diagnostic tools in order to find out what the root cause of a disease is? Um, Where Benedetta ties in, and loosely in some level, because I am not talking individually to each person and diagnosing who that person is and doing blood tests and 
saliva tests or whatever the tests are that show a person's DNA or you know how far in the root cause do you go. Um, initially it's funny to even have this conversation because I remember I had this this thinking back in the 80s that if I were to do, because I was doing custom blended treatments with essential oils and, and basically carrier oils and people would go off with their little remedy and then they'd come back and we'd go from maybe a heavy detox or an easy detox to a heavier detox, you know, and we're working with doctors of preventative medicine that could assist them uh, to move their chi and whatever. So it was very well integrated, right? So my thinking in creating a whole line would be customized to each individual person. But that, the computer industry wasn't where it was in the early 80s, you know, to have a program developed for that. And even now, we struggle a little bit with customize your own facial regimen, which is something we've wanted online for since we, since you've been here. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've talked about it. This is one of these things we don't really get to. Um, and even with that, if people check off too many negatives, I would call them a negative, or let's just say imbalances. I don't want to call them negatives. Um, we would probably say call this number. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Set up an appointment with Julia or one of us to to kind of decide what would be best because we only have so much. So I think for me, I really put a lot of attention to design and purpose in creating the line and formulating the line so that I was dressing the majority of people. Over the years, what we found out that even in so doing, there are certain singular products, so that is taking it out of this thinking, that have been really helpful for people with certain skin disorders, right? Because we're a skin, we're a care for your skin line, we have personal care. Um, we're always trying to integrate that people take care of their systemic health. We write about it, we talk about it, we talk antioxidants, phytonutrients, we talk about why it's important. To, to think better and you know do certain mindful um, exercises if you can and just lead a cleaner life and associate with people that do. That's who we come from. That's where we come from, right? So I think the idea of functional medicine and just the term functional, you want to be functioning, you want to be brought into balance. Um, I don't know enough about that people using that term to know that they're doing it even in, in a place that I would resonate with, right? Mm -hmm. There's just so many different levels of where we're at. There's so much information out there. You could either prescribe to homeopathy and want a constitutional and want to kind of bring yourself into plumb and square and balance through that. Or you might be, you know, enamored to do Ayurvedic medicine and really focus. That's become a little more trendy and in a good way. You know, it's not a bad thing you know, 10,000 years before the 5,000 patent medicines in China. Uh, so some people may resonate with that over, speaking of China, you know, acupuncture and, and, and those, those patent medicine formulas. So I guess you would look at those, even though we put them in the alternative category or preventative, it's also functional because they're, for instance, um, in you know, Chinese medicine, they might, you know, look at your tongue. Your tongue is kind of a map of your body. It could see if you have heat in your system or you, you're too wet. It could take your pulse and the pulse could be rapid. It could also, you know, 
uh, be a diagnostic tool. You know, medically, we draw blood. You know, there's, there's other people that are in the preventative era that look at dark field microscopy that looks at the blood about 10,000 times better than a regular microscope would. So it's able to see undigested proteins and bacteria that's in the bloodstream. And typically one of the, the treatments for that would be to grab a broad spectrum enzyme, take it, redo the blood, look at it now and see that they're actually being dissolved, right? Mm -hmm. So that's like a real, that I would put in the guise of functional medicine and, and diagnosing to like bring you back into where you need to be, which I think we shift and change every day. So to create a skincare that's going to be, you know, appropriate to everyone every day, what, no matter what dysfunction, you know, it doesn't seem practical doesn't seem doable, but at the same time, if the body is, is easier to absorb and recognize that which it can understand over something that is more drug-based, and I would say that petrochemicals and emulsifiers and laboratory-produced uh, certain nutrients, uh, botanicals that sat forever and a day and then were processed and not processed well, don't have any recognizable nutrient left in them, but you get to use their name. I mean, there's a lot that goes into, you know, what's it packaged in? Where does it sit? Where do the raw materials sit? When that producer gets them, they sit in plastic. That's a giant yes. Everything comes to me in plastic. Almost. On occasion, it doesn't. If it's coming from certain areas of Europe, they're still into lined steel. That's kind of cool. Sometimes I get oils and, <clears throat> excuse me, resin-lined aluminum bottles. That's typical. If they're 10 big ones, 25 liters, you know, they come that way. Unfortunate when they come in plastic. I'm not happy about that. Uh, and they get out of it immediately. We talk about that. So I think there's all different levels and classes of integrity when it comes to all the processes that create a formula. So whether you're taking herbs, nutritional products, or really focused on the food you eat, which is primary to our, our absorption and our health, our digestive health, if we're supplementing with probiotics, if we're supplementing with certain things, how often do we need to do that because our diet just does not? Are we taking broad spectrum enzymes because we're eating bread all day long? And that might be fine for you from where your ethnicity comes from, right? So two people, so we can't get on the bandwagon that everyone's gluten-free. Yes, gluten is bastardized to, to a great extent, and I think everyone eating it, especially a predominance, is probably going to have some ill effect at some point, but maybe not even feel it for years. Um, but we're all individuals. So where someone resonates with some healing practice. So what I, bringing it back to Benedetta, and how we resonate with the majority of people is that I created it for the majority of people. Wanting to do custom blended, it did take a while to look at what I created for the majority uh, in my own practice <clears throat> and how I could integrate that in a product. And so we do create different products for different people uh, and, their, and what their skin, how their skin is behaving at the time. It doesn't mean that you're always going to be using that. 
that bringing your skin into balance might be that your skin is now better hydrated, less broken out, less congested. The cleanser may, may be a big culprit in that, you know, an aid in that. And now you may find yourself going to the Rosemary Verbenon, you know, depending on the time of year, don't throw the baby out with the bath water, just shift within the line and see what works for you. And if it doesn't, then we talk and we find out and we see what you've done a little bit, but not all in, you know? Maybe you're somebody that needs to do the mask a little bit more. Maybe you're somebody who needs to do, I was thinking this morning how much I would love, and I don't have any, I have to get some today, uh, the defense and repair mask. <clears throat> In the times that I've used it, it's transforming. It's not just a little bit, and I'm just very humble about that. You know, I'm really excited because this is, this is new. You know, this is not even a year old. So I don't know how many people have gotten the experience of using it, but it's pretty tremendous, you know. Uh, we always say things take time, and there's no standalone product. But these masks are probably more of that, you know, health aid that you would use when you need it. Um, the five step and the three night step, that's something that everybody should adhere to. That's my understanding. And when I say everybody, I say most, okay? We don't say all skin types, we say most. Because if you're on medication, if you're doing steroids, if you're living, you know, one foot in the conventional thinking world, and then you're trying to purify at a deeper level, um, or hydrate when you're doing retinols every single night or you wear sunscreens every single day or you're using, you know, now I have no control over that. I have no control over the heredity that gives you diabetes Then now you're taking insulin and now you're taking, you have some other dysfunction that creates bad circulation. So now you're on a different, you're on a blood thinner and you're on, you know, this goes into a greater Thing, right now I don't want to make a claim and have somebody use the vibrant body lotion because it's going to cure you of all of your diseases right so it's a little difficult to be able to with all honesty we want to collaborate with other wellness practitioners and build a greater community with people you know I just got done with an Ayurvedic practitioner and coach um, and you know, work with each other. I was interviewed on, on her, um, I believe it'll be a YouTube feed. And, you know, I would do the same for her when we open up a different podcast on this, you know, when we move into a facility where we can have events and uh, have other practitioners in. I think this type of integration is by and large going to be a real asset to our customer base. I have maintained since day one that systemic health is key to our largest organ. You know, that is really important. How we hydrate, what we eat, how we think, what the hereditary is. I always say we are, you know, this line was created to be the best that your skin can be, right? We're all individual. I mean, if you guys were here and you looked at Gabrielle, she has this gorgeous skin. She breaks out a little bit here and there, but you have beautiful skin. Well, you do. And the thing is, is that you could get sloppy with your skin because mm -hmm. it's by and large beautiful, right? Guilty as charged. Yeah, yeah, guilty as charged. So I'm 
I'm kind of the skin monitor around here mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, you're using the control cream. Your skin needs a little more hydration mm -hmm. because this girl's skin would just like pop. People would be like, oh my God, look at that person's skin. If you use the line, cleanser twice a day, hydrator at night alone, and just pay more attention, but you're gonna, you know, you're 25, 26, you're young, so you don't think like that. But I'm asking people to really invest a little more because you're looking at if it's not broke, why do I have to bother? And right. people, and then when you get to be my age, and I see women with way too much makeup on trying to hide this blemish or this disorder or this age spot or these deep wrinkles good luck with that but even those people i can completely shift their skin and i live in a very frustrated world because i see people i you know they might be selling me a new new blouse or a new pair of shoes and i'm looking at them and we're hanging out and we're talking and they know i own a skincare company and they comment on my skin and i am just like why don't you use my line <laughs> Because I, I think that, you know, one of the most frustrating things is the not being believed. You know, it's like, oh, you just have good genes or, oh, you must have had work. No, I know what my skin would be like if I didn't have this line. And I have the longevity of decades to say that it works. This is the best I can be. I may not be some other person that has better genes than me, but this is, this is pretty good, you know, and... I I know that I could shift the way someone's skin looks even if it's it may seem too late, you know? And that's that's a frustration because it, this is an industry where there is little belief in it. And I know this because we just opened a um a pop-up in a fairly busy people are not shoppers. This needs to happen at Makers Row in Berkeley. People are definitely got their coffee in their hand and they're running, right? Um, but even when people are walking around, you can see them look at the jewelry and the clothes and they're there because it's obvious they look at us and I trust me, our space is gorgeous. All the other vendors are, wow, you put us to shame. This is such a beautiful space. But people see something in a bottle and a tagline or whatever and they're like, oh, skincare, I already have it, don't need it, I already use it, right? Mm -hmm. Especially women, you're all using something. It, I'm very frustrated by that. I mean, I know we weren't going to go there in this, but it's outrageous to me because of the care, design, and purpose and what I feel I could do for people. And if it doesn't work for you, then you take it back. Mm -hmm. But I want people, and we do everything in small sizes to make it, you know, when people say, oh, it's out of my range, I'll buy something else that's cheaper. This is an investment. If we had the marketing that some competitors have. If we had Estee Lauder's marketing campaign, that eye cream would be $500. That cleanser would be about $150. There is no doubt in my mind. We put everything into the, into the formula. And, you know, that's it. That is the honest to God's truth. So whatever people think. I think it is a common standard that there's two cents worth of ingredients in most products. Not so. I don't have a staff of 20, which we could use here, right? There's three of us here. And then we have production, which is separate. And I am by and large, I, by and large is the kind of 
coined term I keep <laughs> saying, but I am, you know, still in charge of that. And that's what I like, you know. I mean, I'd, I'd like to be more in the production end of things than to be running operations, but we are a very small company with a giant heart. Um, and I think that what separates me from so many is that, you know, I I do the writing and I am the formulator, so I can speak to the exact reason and purpose and design. And also, because I've been in the wellness industry and I am a practitioner, I really care about my customers and want to take care of them. So how we would be part of that functional is where it relates to the skin and how we can guide people to help themselves with, you know, better um, food and diet and uh, nutrition, you know, all around. And if we can't, we, you know, suggest somebody that can. But we are definitely the alternative skincare company because we really do think differently than the status quo of most companies that produce skincare, organic or otherwise. Um, there's a design behind it, and, and the, the fact is we've been around for long enough that it does work, you know, mm -hmm. or I wouldn't be around. So, yeah. Yeah, and you mentioned um, earlier, uh, just to me, not in the podcast, uh, that one of those very common questions that you get is what's your go-to Benedetta product um and so and as you know we've talked about before and sort of touched on here there's no we don't necessarily think in terms of one go-to product because it's more about um the products working best together than one product alone I, I affirm that yeah. and I was just saying to uh Corinne that it really <clears throat> is um it's just so common that people ask that question and that we'll use one product or, and our, our own customers will say, I just love Benedetta. I come to find out they're only using control cream. Mm -hmm. They're only using, I, I mean, I don't know too many people that are just using the cleanser, but I bet there are. And they kind of mix and match. When we talked about Detox Market, where Detox Market sells by, because they have so many products in their store, they're not going to sell one line. In fact, they rarely sell any one line altogether. They'll sell a little bit of this product, a little bit of that product. Um, I don't do that. I, I would find myself on their shelf collecting dust. Mm -hmm. That is not my integrity to go into a place where someone is just selling and any one of those products of our products stand on their own yeah so i almost felt like saying well the crystal radiance hydrating elixir neroli my first product how could i ever be without that this whole hyaluronic and i understand you know that that creates humectant appeal to the skin and that that will be hydrating to you but it's sodium hyaluronic some of it is coming from animals even the ones and we use one that's from cassia and gustifolia uh you know that has a point and purpose in our nighttime but not necessarily in the crystal radiance that crystal radiance is the most hydrating product i mean it really brings that hydration back to your skin and anybody who uses it knows it so those that are addicted to that product can't live without that product. So I almost said that 
mm-hmm. in, in the interview. But I have to say that it's the five step, right? Yeah. Because your five step is basically your nighttime too. Mm-hmm. If you take away the three step, which is the serum, we're now starting to put the serum in the nighttime in the facial regimen kit. So once that goes into the kit, that'll be complete. But I mean, you literally have a product to buy and that's the facial regimen kit, which has your five step and your nighttime, right? And with the serum coming, but the serum is a year old. So to get that type of hydration, the serum is gonna be beneficial because it helps to eat away at um, free radical damage. I was gonna say dead skin cells, that's not true. Um, But I'm sure in this product that we are gonna see more and more effects from it because it's almost like a case study going on. You know, the products that I created so many years ago, we didn't know that by spot treating the cleanser on, you'd get rid of fatty deposits. I mean, that came from a customer who said, I'm just leaving this on and look what happened. You know, I've had people leave it on and go, I have less wrinkling. I have less sun damage. Um, I just noticed a woman who's probably going to hear this uh, because I didn't want to elaborate, but she had just bought a facial regimen, the little one ounce bottles. And, uh, and she's had, you know, she probably had cystic acne as she was young, and so she has discoloration and pitting. After a week or so of her using this, I mean, really not a long time, I noticed that her skin looked definitely more hydrated and less discoloration in that short period of time. And that's stunning to me. And I see this all the time. You know, you don't want to be rude to people and say, can I take a picture of you now? And can you come back in a month and let me take a picture of you? Um, I think good health and gorgeous skin on some level is a given Mm -hmm. for people. When I used to work as a nutritional consultant and I would talk to people and they'd go, you know, the only reason I'm using this is that I stopped. It would be a nutritional or an herbal or something that they needed for whatever health maintenance they needed. And they'd say, I I didn't know why I was taking it, so I stopped taking it and I started, and lo and behold, I had this problem again. So now I'm taking it again and, you know, I feel better. I feel that way about Benedetta. You know, it's like, don't stop, you know, continue the maintenance. It's really designed uh, to be all-inclusive. And where I felt, excuse me, even with the Ombre line, like we have the cream. I produced that like 15 years ago. So that's now part of the defense and repair cream used to be called the Ombre cream. Prior to that, we just had an oil and an elixir. And then at one point we put them together. So it's gone through many different versions. So, you know, three of the pieces to this, we've literally had before. We did bring in a new Sacha Inca that that was kind of an Amla oil. Uh, that are newer oils that weren't available back then. Um, And I feel that they marry well with what we're doing. So I haven't enhanced the product, uh, which is very interesting because I don't don't think I've ever done that before in all these years. Um, But there's a place for it. But the nighttime and the defense and repair mask, brand new to the line, not, again, this is a great example of not following a trend and doing something completely authentically. 
You know, I have wanted to use sandalwood powder for a very long time, but using it in a predominance at high levels is not ideal in my world, okay? Um, but having it marry well with the other power, powders, including but not limited to our turkey tail, to kind of strengthen the epidermis, strengthen the overall terrain of the skin, really a great marrying factor. So this didn't come by, hmm, let me just get in a bunch of uh, trendy oils and it's, you know, that's what's selling and everybody wants it and that's going to make me more money. I mean, look, half the time we have the hardest time getting our message out to the majority of people. Facebook ads, give me a break. I mean, I'm constantly pushing back to you and Allison about the Facebook ads because it's like, do we have to spend a million dollars a day in order to get anybody to recognize who we are? And then I'm like, we need to challenge people a little bit more and call it the best cleanser. Your skin deserves this cleanser just to get people interested. 700 people coming to my site and no one buying. Are you kidding? So frustration. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm happy to talk about that. You know, I'm full disclosure. This is an insane climate. You know, I would, I would, and this isn't age speaking, but just looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, the internet and, you know, where we've come as businesses compete. I'd rather compete in the old days. You know, you have a storefront. Yeah. <laughs> you're talking to people on the phone. You're being authentic. You're shaking hands. You're looking people in the eye. That's what I would like, you know, where we didn't live in a world where everybody had to be famous I was just also saying in this interview that back in 1987 when, when I launched uh, the Crystal Radiance and they put me in the brochure at Aroma Vera, Marcel wanted to take a picture of me and I said, you know what, that's such a new trend and I don't need it. I was so selfless about the creation and continued to be in that ashram mentality of this is selfless, you know, I just want somebody else to market it and I just want to make sure that people are satisfied and that I'm doing good work for them. That was my goal. So for me to be as verbal as I am and to be the face of Benedetta and to be this educator now at 60 plus is really has not been the most comfortable place to be, but it's a place I feel like I have to be. So it's another leap into, you know, the courage cloak, mm -hmm. if you will. Um, because I can speak to this. I can speak to the why of and the authenticity of, of what I do and, and what my heart intended. And um, it's, it's pretty incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you were talking um, <clears throat> too just about um, this idea of when you put something topically on your skin, if there's anything else going on, there's other things that that have to be treated because if your skin is just the indicator of what's going on internally. So do you feel that um, with you creating this line all these years and sort of perfecting it, uh, do you feel as if you have, um, I don't know if authority is the right word, but if you have a place to stand from as far as, you know, obviously you're not anyone's doctor, nor are you claiming to be. Right, I'm and, not. Um, but do you feel like you can 
you know, you are in a way able to sort of judge what the line can do for you, the customer. Like you're able to, you know. I, I feel that I can speak to that. Yes. Yes. Am I? I mean, yes. I don't want to be in a place of diagnosing someone's disorder. Right. right? But and then that's a but different. But the skin thing. is a complete indicator, and if if the past has is any indication of what has transpired in my world, in the world of nutrition and health. Since my earliest age, age, um, I I have to really stand up to what I see to be true. I mean, I was told that it didn't matter what I put in my products because it wouldn't. The molecule was too big to get through the skin. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, well, you use DMSO and alcohols as der- transdermal patches in you know the cardiovascular areas of the skin, like in the inside where it's thinner translates through that so if i'm using essential oils and you know some of them along with extracts and the other carriers and in raw materials deliver into your blood how could that not deliver into your bloodstream i'm not using mineral oils and petrochemicals that are going to block something but if i'm using essential oils in those that's going to just make its way through and deliver some of those toxic ingredients into your bloodstream. That is a truth. You know, we're not talking a zinc oxide barrier. And even with that, how much of that possibly? I would never put. So I'm, I'm against certain applications that I've been verbal about. Mm-hmm. Maybe not on a larger scale, a larger audience to hear. But I've, I've definitely been verbal about... Um, protecting the skin at the deeper core and I and everything that I say now I mean and this is true in a lot of progressive thinking on nutrition and organics when people would say oh it doesn't matter there is no scientific evidence that states that you know if you eat it organic or non-organic it's going to make any difference well that tune has changed you know the idea that antibiotics could sit in a certain miasm or a certain place in your cellular structure and come back to haunt you with the same disease or a mimic of that disease, there's relevance to that, okay? If the higher pharma says differently, I mean, I guess in a way, and I was thinking about this today, this morning, that what I do is somewhat political, okay? And, and so I, this is more opinion-based, okay? I am not here to ever tell someone not to use a sunscreen. If you're gonna ask me if I use them, no, I don't use them. Um, two years ago, as early as two years ago, everybody, and now we still know that everybody, it's popular thinking to use them. But even two years ago, people were not seeing the toxicity. I mean, some in smaller circles were seeing it for sure, right? The alternative thinking people, the non-conventional thinking people will have an argument about it, but they don't have the funds to do double, triple, quadruple, double-blind studies to say that there's something toxic, right? And then they're putting in antioxidants and whatnot, you know, to pay lip service to it, maybe add lavender essential oil or rosemary to make it smell good. I mean, who knows, right? That's just delivering more of the toxins, I think. Um, Now they're saying you can't even use those, most of those, toxic sunscreens in the waters of Maui when you go snorkeling my daughter came home and said you know they give you a list of what you can use and they perverse prefer zinc oxide so Benedetta has been saying 
use the antioxidant oils underneath your zinc oxide when you're in the water, when you're playing tennis, you know, cover up when you can, you know, so things that we have said that were logical, maybe not proved scientifically, now they are. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. why are they proved scientifically? Because the animals are dying. The dolphins are dying. You know, the residue from these sunscreens is sitting on the top and the sea turtles are getting sick because of them and losing their skin. I mean, that's, that's relevant. So I think when there is progressive thinking, it may not be in real time mm-hmm. when you create something but it always t- turns out to be a reality. Right. You know, I mean, let's look at the politics of climate crisis. Okay. There are those who don't even believe it exists and that there is no crisis, that this always happens, that every hundred thousand, well, yeah, it might always happen that we have another ice age and ruin our, you know, I mean, there is a crisis. I know this because I, 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 I purchase botanicals from farmers all over this planet and I can tell you that it has shifted and changed so it's obvious where we live in fire zone and then flood and then fire and then flood yeah anyway I'm getting political and I didn't mean <laughs> to go in that direction um, so I think we we have disclaimers as many places as we can. We know that even our control cream, we say they're for minor blemishes. Someone who has cystic acne and they've had it for years. And there's such a mental attitude with cystic acne. I've seen it time and time again. They'll use Benedetta for a week. The majority of their skin will really look radiant, refreshed, but they'll continue to purge and purge. And then they're going back to their salicidics. And they're using a little bit of salicidic during the day. And they're using Benedict at night. And there's just this tug of war with balance. Mm-hmm. And unless you have a certain mindset and tenacity, you know, there are some people that are like, I, 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 hey, I've had the weirdest skin disorders that have popped up. And I think it's to create empathy and to believe in what I speak that I have had, you know, visible indicators, mostly atopic dermatitis type of things, whether it's on my face, directly on my cheeks, discoloration on my cheeks, um, that happened within five years of having Benedetta, you know, and being in front of people. You know, I never covered it up, and even the little wound that I constantly talk about that happened a few months ago last year I think it's been almost a year now um that was bizarre it's like where'd that come from I must have contracted a virus somehow you know but I knew without question or doubt that I would systemically heal myself whether it was with a homeopathic an amino acid a mushroom a combination of those things and the constant care of the control crane. I did not put anything else around that. I did not put the mask around it. I just took care of it. It was about a quarter size in the middle of my face, okay? I had absolutely no doubt, and it was gone in, in five days. 
five days. After three days, I had no more pain there, and there was absolutely no more oozing from the moment I started using the control crane. Now, because I personally have that experience, am I going to go out, stand on my pedestal, and train all my staff in the stores to tell people that this is going to get rid of herpes simplex. If you have shingles, you better buy the control crane. I would never do that. I can't do that. I don't know who you are. I don't want the liability for that and be that person, but I know that I know the composition of the product, um, but who you are and how are you taking care mm. of yourself. So I really think it's more and more integral. I mean, I could go and have people private label nutritional supplements for me just to get, you know, a lot of people do that. I, I think it's beyond that. I really think it's more in, you know, in line with diet and health. And we live in such an amazing world, no matter where you are, at least in the United States, most likely you have access. And with Amazon, you could even buy your food off of Amazon, who is Whole Foods, um, and get your diet where it needs to be. Okay, I started there in my life. I'm not perfect, guys. I don't eat raw foods all the time. Sometimes I don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, so you find your pace. But I'm big advocate for greens. I'm a big advocate for juicing. I'm a big advocate for, you know, raw spirulina now. Chlorella is one of my favorite things. Seaweeds are really great. Any of us in a certain age group, you know, a good freshwater kelp you know I have my own personal things that I like but it's a journey for all of us especially when you get sick you know how do you address that illness so for me it's I'm I I know that there is something always in nature that will help if you are contracted something because your immune system was low you know then what do you do do you have an autoimmune and do you, when you go to the doctor and they put you on steroids and when it really flares up, you're on something like prednisone, is that the direction you want to go in? No, you don't, but <clears throat> you feel helpless, powerless to know that there's anything else. So yeah, if you're somewhere in the middle, functional medicine and a functional medicine practitioner that could look at you and diagnose it for what it is, but maybe get to the core root of the problem and then deal with that as opposed to covering it up because you are more susceptible. You know, the irony to me is that we destroy our immunity. You know, the very thing when we have cancer, you destroy it and it takes years to get it back after chemo. Now, this is not a lecture on don't do chemo. I'm not going there. I can't, right? I just established that. But I think that it is if we had a strong immune system, if we alkalized our body, if we ridded the system of microbial infestation, because they're always there and cancer cells are as well. If we had an understanding of holistic health or went to a practitioner that possibly was an MD that believed in functional medicine, rooted in functional medicine over conventional thinking, that's better. Mm -hmm. That's gotta be better, you know? and. I would have thought that by the time my kids were off on their own as adults that this would have happened. I literally thought that when my kids were in school 
that this would be more common knowledge. It isn't, and I think Big Pharma changes our perception. I think we're the AMA is tied in strong, and there's a lot of money involved with it. This is truth. Mm-hmm. This is truth. I would love in this political environment to see people talk more about alternatives. The Obamas came the closest to anybody. Michelle, you know, having Alice Waters build their organic garden, that was absolutely destroyed within the first, I think, month of -hmm. this administration. Oh my God, you know, it's sad. It's sad. So who are we as, as a people? This is my podcast. I'll say what I want. These are my opinions. You don't have to you know, prescribe. So, um, do you, you know, feel it's logical care? Yeah. Do, do you feel? I mean, I know you've said that. Um, you know, there's not as much progress made by now as you as you believe there would be. But because I mean, you've been doing this for you know thirty years, thirty plus years. Do you feel like it? More like very, fifty. More like fifty. Yeah, really. Do you feel like there is sort of a forward momentum in the right direction as far as more of a cultural understanding of what sort of alternative medicine and sort of uh, and that sort of thing? Do you feel like at least there's a right direction sort of trending in that way? Yeah. Um, it's just slower than. I think there are. I would like to align myself more and more. I think we need to build this community of authentic practitioners, authentic people who may learn a practice, but then open their hearts and their minds to something that might be a little bit different. In other words, you go to school for six years to become an acupuncturist and you're completely inundated with everything you were taught, but you're a little open to the idea of the Futureplex company who makes the most advanced forms of homeopathics. Okay. The best doctors I've ever seen were well-rounded and open and had open hearts. These are the true makers. These are the true service people. And there, there are many of us. We're everywhere. And so I do think that the trends, out of the trends, and thank goodness for Whole Foods. I mean, you say what you will about Whole Foods, and I've got a lot of complaints about Whole Foods. But because they didn't start anything, other people that were just under caves started, right? Mm -hmm. They just made it popular and they made it trendy. And so if you're, you know, the newest, most gorgeous influencer, you know, you shop at Whole Foods because it's the most expensive. And, you know, I'm sorry if you could see me be a snotty pants here. I am being. (laughs) Um, No, I think for that reason... But we need to weed through the bullshit. Sorry. We need to weed through that which isn't authentic. Yeah. Certainly people weed through skincare that isn't authentic. You know? Um, I, I'm i not saying I'm the only company. You know, there might be companies out there that have some beautiful products that I don't have. I mean, we're very small and we don't make everything. I feel complete except for the AIM Synergies that I created so many 20 years ago. I mean, the AIM Synergies need to come out, show their face. I made them. They just aren't in a package. We have a scar oil, not ready to go. And I think the reason for that is the same reason it took me four years to do the eye cream. There's just certain raw materials that haven't come into play, and I think they're about ready. Um, the the Ombre line, I mean, that nighttime serum and the the defense and repair mask. I mean, I, I had that whole process a good five years ago and then it just was put on the back burner. So there are some things um, 
but you know, I, I don't know everyone that's out there. I know that now, after three decades of speaking about water integration and how you need to integrate water with oil, integrate water with oil, and leave your skin alone at night, hydrate, 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 is now a thing. So it takes a lot of mindfulness on my part not to get pissed off about mm -hmm. it, you know? On one hand, I want to see the positivity that now maybe I can stand up and have a voice, but I created that, and you know, I, I do want that recognition. I, I've gone from, oh, I don't think I ever used the term I'm not worthy. I've always stood in my own power and didn't want people to take advantage of me and, and take claim to what I've created, which I have had to endure. That pisses me off. I don't like mm -hmm. that, right? Um, and, I, and I do root for the underdog in life often. I do as, as a person. My politics are there often. I'm appalled at certain things that are happening now. We all are. It's tearful. It's heart-wrenching. I don't need to get into that, but I think most heartfelt people will know what I'm talking about. Um, so, yeah, I'm not naive. That does irritate me. But in moving forward, I think that I want to align myself with other people that are authentic you know, doers mm -hmm. and create products that are going to enliven and help and heal people without following a trend. I would have to say that we need to keep the company of those who want to speak truth, want to speak truth even to power. If you want to see conventional thinking power, you know, I mean, in our politics, we haven't even gotten there to talk about alternative health care. I mean, that's the true health care. You want to prevent people from getting ill? Kaiser does not have a solution for preventative medicine. If their preventative medicine idea is to not eat as much red meat in it, you know, I mean, they have, they're completely clueless and pay lip service to alternative practices like acupuncture and homeopathy. They may have it on their, their list, but try and get it. And if you do, it's just to relieve pain, if that even works. So they're not holistic in their view. They're mm -hmm. archaic and just trying to get more money, you know. I, I, I'm really radical when it comes to this. I mean, I, I live this. I, I live this. And I'm not trying to convert anybody, you know. I just, I, I would prefer in the latter part of my life to associate with people that think intelligently. Mm -hmm. That's really what it boils down to. I don't want to argue or convince or prove to anyone who thinks differently. Because if you do, then bless your heart, go off, off you go. You know, I'm not shoving this down your throat. If you, you know, I'm not here to do that. You know, I'm here, I created, you know, all of Benedetto with heart and kindness. And I really want to have an environment where people are being served, <laughs> you know. And having your skin healthy, having better health and you know this is so rewarding to have this company and you know hopefully soon we'll be able to do treatments for people and bring in people that do other treatments I mean look last year I became a biofield tuner I mean you know that was part of the bigger vision to bring people into a better energetic you know which I feel like we all need with atmospheric damage and you know, all, all of the things that happen to our brain waves with wireless and, you know, the conspiracy theories or truths that say that we are being affected 
through Russian interference, you know. So, you know, what we can't see or hear could be affecting us. So we need good energetics, you know. And, it, and you know, I started with the botanicals, but I feel like in a treatment room, I really do want to aid people's energetic selves and to raise our to I take that back, to bring our vibration into balance because when we're in balance, we're whole. Mm, okay, mm. it's not so much about raising, it's about balance. And I have said that about the line, we want to bring you into balance. If somebody wants to see their 20 year old wrinkles disappear in one day, get Botox, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'm not placing a judgment on Botox or, you know, any of the, the minor, less invasive, even our customers that are getting full facelifts, you know, we've got some really good post-operative care for you, you know. We're here to support you, you know. There may be a time where you are doing too many other things and you're afraid to get off them and they're creating skin dysfunction. You know, we'll do the best we can for you, you know. I mean, the anti-inflammatory line was created for crisis skin. Mm -hmm. So... You know, there may be a time where, you know, we can't be of service. And that's just a different path people are on. You know, they're not ready to do an elimination diet with somebody. You know, or, you know, we, we really, really want a good, you know, broad alliance with people that are doing good work on the planet so that we can have a greater referral system to our clients when they need it but most people are doing good and we've pretty much checked off all the all the places you know mm -hmm. we've got that protection for you at the deeper core we've got the purification you know we've got the hydration I think we're good yeah I think we are too yeah yeah well, on that note, I think that's a nice place to sort of stop. But, I mean, as as we know, we could talk about this for even longer. Yeah. Um, questions. But as always, yeah, we encourage people to send in their questions. Um, or if you, you know, we're all about building a culture. So if you know of anyone in your community, you know, nutritionists, alternative healthcare practitioners, you know, you'd like to maybe be on the show, have an interview yeah. with Julia. We're also open to that format as well. Yeah, anyone, all of you, yeah. you know, you don't have to be a, a You don't have to be a professional. And yeah. you don't, you could be, um, I think Gina said, um, our, one of our customers at Makers Row said that she's been in the digital world and corporate world and she would like to get out of it. You know, I don't know what she would want to do, but... You know, I, I think we all really help each other. Yeah. You know, and we could inspire each other and just take a leap of faith. Yeah. Take a leap of faith and do what your heart tells you to do. I mean, it's tough. You know, we talk about the economy being good. It's not great for everyone. You know, I've felt personally that we've been in a bit of a crisis, you know, since similar to 2009, but not really. I mean, we're... A, we're you know, maybe, maybe on some levels, but on the other level of reach out and, you know, speaking truth, this has been the greatest, most prosperous year of being able to speak our truth and align ourselves with others and attract to us those people 
that are really doing good work on this planet. And, you know, we all help each other, yeah. really. You know, so, yeah, I'd love to hear from more people. And please share the podcasts. And uh, we're really, really wanting to build that community. Yeah. I mean, we want to do a, a digital, but yes, we need more people to do that for us. If anybody wants to create a, a new website for us that is more of a community, similar like Goop, but not so much. I mean, we clearly would be our own, mm-hmm. our own entity. You know, that's something to think about. Chalkboard yeah. or Goop both does interviews, but it's mostly geared towards. It seems like skincare. Yeah, I and guess, and consumer wellness, goods. Consumer goods, as opposed yeah. to what we would like to do is to Sharing, build a yeah a community. So keep that in mind, everybody, and uh, call in. And until next time, we'll talk to you then. So, arrivederci. Thank you. Thank you for listening to A Chat with Benedetta. You can leave us a message on the Anchor app, and who knows, maybe Julia and I will answer your question on our next podcast. You can get social with us. Our Instagram is at Benedetta Skin, Facebook is at Benedetta Skincare, and Twitter is at Benedetta Skin. Thanks so much for listening, and we look forward to speaking with you on our next podcast.